During the last few years, we've ventured into a lot of different fields. And we've had the opportunity to meet and work with a lot of wonderful people. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. Welcome to The Walt Daily. This is episode 74. And for those that don't know us by now, we're a Disney couple. One of us is a Disney fanatic. One of us is Disney Challenge, but somehow we've made a way to make this relationship work. Yeah. Welcome to episode 74. Richie. Yes, I'm here. Live from our house. (laughs) Yeah. How's it going? It's going pretty good. Ready to talk some Disney. Yeah. How about you? I'm good. It's hot in Miami. It is hot. It is, it's so hot that I've decided to stay inside all day. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a funny meme that was like, uh, the meme was like, I don't know how people could stay at home all day. And then the response to the meme was like, um, all my stuff is here and I don't like people. So it's pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. I feel like a lot of people could actually relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all my stuff is here. And I don't like people. Yeah. All right. Funny. Let's go into headlines. Okay. First headline. March of the First Order, which is a stormtrooper march at Disney Hollywood Studios, is coming to an end. Why? I saw that. Why? So... There's no official announced reason as to why as of this recording, but it might have something to do with Galaxy's Edge opening at Hollywood Studios at the end of the summer. Maybe. So maybe they want to move it, like move the show. They didn't say about moving. How do you, is it for sure canceled? Like it was announced that it was for sure canceled? Well, we have inside sources that I cannot reveal, but it's definitely going to be coming to an end. But Disney hasn't announced it. No. Not okay, yet. So this is still uh, un, it's still unknown. It's unconfirmed. You're right. Technically unconfirmed, but we have very reliable sources that say it is going to be coming to an end. Perhaps a stormtrooper themselves. Who are these reliable sources? I cannot reveal these sources. Are they your sources? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you would do terrible interrogations. Like you literally, I didn't even have to torture you, and you like spit. <laughs> For those who don't know what just happened, so I edited out the actual source because we decided that it would be a bad idea to reveal it. But Richie is very tickled at how terrible I would be if I was in some sort of official interrogation. <laughs> Took nothing to get it to get you to spit it. Out. That's why I don't have any confidential information because I cannot. I break very easily, unfortunately. Oh god, that was hilarious! I'm crying, I'm literally crying. I have tears. The last time I saw him cry was at our wedding. So, I mean, I feel like that kind of happens often that he tears up. Oh man. Okay. 
I'm back. Okay. I'm ready. Anyways, I want to move on to a different headline because clearly this one is just, it's going off into a weird direction. Okay. Okay. So next headline, let's go to, let's go to Epcot. Liberty Inn at the American Adventure Pavilion, which is the quick service restaurant there, is going to be coming to a close also. They're going to close Liberty Inn and make way for a new fast casual restaurant called Regal Eagle Smokehouse Craft Drafts and Barbecue. That's the name is too long. That is exactly the whole name officially Disney announced. Sometimes I wonder about the marketing though, because that, that name is just too long. Yeah. They should have just maybe called it Regal Eagle Smokehouse. But then you wouldn't have known that it has craft drafts and barbecue. So you need to have it almost. Maybe it's more of a subheading. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully Instead of the, the actual official whole name. I, I don't even see how they would fit that all on one um, marquee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm super excited as I am a fan of both craft drafts and barbecue. Um, there's been a, a barbecue stand that, and also they sell, they've been selling craft beer in the American Adventure Pavilion for uh, some time now. So I guess maybe since it was so popular, they were like, wow, Liberty Inn could be the place for, for this type of venture. Okay. But in addition to that, they're going to be having, Richie is still <laughs> g- just not. I was doing good until he said something. I'm trying to because I'm looking it. at his face. He he just can't stop the fact that I cannot be interrogated, or I am just easily interrogated. I look at his face. I'm looking at it, and it's it's just he's trying so hard not to 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 crack. Anyways, okay, let's let's. I'm trying to reel you back, reel you back. So they're going to have a reimagined patio at the Liberty Inn. So it is going to be closing on July 8th. So. If you are a fan of Liberty Inn, go ahead, get in there, and get your last meal at at this uh, at the restaurant. When does it close? July eighth. So that's <laughs> going to be that's going to be coming up pretty soon, actually. Which it's interesting that they would close it during the heart of the summer because the summertime is such a um, it's such a busy time at the parks. So to close a popular lunch spot like that, or maybe it wasn't that popular since they're closing it. Have you ate there? Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, it's standard. It's pretty standard, I would say. Nothing too, too crazy. I don't go out of my way to make sure that I hit it up, you know, when I'm at Epcot. Because Epcot has so many delicious choices. But yeah, there we go. Okay, last headline. <laughs> Let's get through this. I... I need to, I need to, you're, you're, you're losing me, Richie, please stop. Okay, the last headline, new strollers are being tested at Animal Kingdom. Do you have a picture? I do have a picture because I know that Richie is very picture oriented. (laughs) So the new strollers are going to be not made out of plastic. They're going to be made out of um, a cloth material. They look like they have cushion. They come in single and double. So... They are a big change from what the standard Disney strollers have been as of late. So you can rent those? Yeah, you can rent them. Those are public? So I can see why they would be plastic because it's easier to clean. This seems like it's going to be a nightmare. Unless those things are replaceable. Yes, and that's exactly what one of my thoughts was, was even though it has, it's probably way more comfortable for the child who's sitting in in this particular stroller but there's no I, it, I just, it does seem like you can't just spray it down like how you would with the plastic strollers 
So Do they mention they don't talk about it in the article like why or like sanitary. Well, no, it, but it's it's a more it's a more luxurious experience for the child, it seems, because these seats do recline, whereas the other strollers do not recline. Okay. So. It's only being tested at Animal Kingdom right now. Who knows if it's going to be rolled out in the future. But they look very, very fancy. For the toddler who has everything. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. So, yes. So, let's move on. Let's move on to today's topic. And it's a topic that, again, Richie had thought up. What's today's topic going to be? What industries should Disney go into that they're not in? perfect. And this one was a really difficult one for me because everything that at least I could think of that I, that would maybe play some role in my life, Disney was already a part of. And what I'm going to do, there's an infographic that has a, all of the different types of industries that Disney is involved in. And I'm going to post that on Instagram and Facebook. And just to give you an idea, it's a large Mickey tricircle um, silhouette, and it has all these different industries that, that Disney is involved in, from film, gaming, theater, obviously the parks, publishing. And something that surprised me that I found on this infographic that I didn't know Disney was involved in was National Geographic. How are they involved with National Geographic? It looks like they have some part in publishing the magazine, the National Geographic magazine, and some part in the television as well. So I guess Nat Geo Wild, that's a channel, the National Geographic channel they're involved in. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. So, but they're involved in that, and I had no idea. So is that, is that broken down by colors? I've never seen that. Like, I've never actually analyzed that particular graph. Yeah, what so are the colors broken into? Oh, oh, you named them earlier. So the colors that are on the infographic break it up into each different industry. So if it's publishing, it's green. If it's theater, it's blue. If it's parks and property, it's yellow. And then it, it divides it. So whatever that particular unit is, that's the color that it's going to be. Gotcha. Yeah. So, like, for instance, Disney, um, the Disney Music Group is orange for music and radio. So that's kind of our inspiration also for this episode. Like, if I if I thought of an industry, I'm like, mm, let me go back just to double check that it's not there. Oh, it's already there. So never mind. Yeah. <laughs> so. So what else is let, let's let's mention one from each of those categories that maybe someone might not have thought of. Okay. So let's see. Okay. So film, I feel like National Geographic also has, is a good example for this because they have some part in National Geographic films. So that's pretty cool. Television, interesting. Disney has a lot of television in what looks like to be Germany. So Telemunich Television, Media Participation, Limited Partnership. So and I'm not familiar with any of these companies, RTL2 Channel Germany, RTL2 HD Channel Dur- Germany, Tele5 Germany. Interesting. Okay. Music and radio is another category. And eh, that one really doesn't have anything too, too surprising. So Radio Disney, Disney Music Publishing, okay. 
ABC News Radio, so ABC is a part of Disney, so that's something that's pretty well known. Um, so nothing really, really surprising there. Uh, gaming. So in terms of gaming, something that might be surprising is a games that are involved in Steamboat Ventures, which is a Chinese company. That's it's, interesting because it's Steamboat Willie. It is, and, and actually the logo features a Steamboat Willie. Oh, so Man, things I want the called, history behind that. I know, it's, it's really interesting. So it's, it looks like things called Game Salad, Graystripe, Playdom, Symmetrics, our gaming are part of the gaming uh, bucket cool. of, of the Disney company. Finance. Finance. And it lists various companies. So Disney Interfinance Corporation, ERS Investment Limited. Maybe that's like their investment arm. Could like be. How they buy yeah. stuff. Marvel Characters Inc. is actually listed as a finance in the finance bucket. Marvel characters, BV, and then and then parentheses, the Netherlands is in the finance bucket. And then there's another one, Marvel International Character Holdings in Delaware is listed in the finance bucket. That's probably because they had to invest in that, like as an acquisition maybe? I don't know. Could be. Interesting stuff though. The theater? It, well, Disney theatrical group, so Disney famously puts on amazing live Broadway shows, and it looks like all of that's kind of involved in the theater group. They have a lot of different production and licensing arms within the theater bucket, although we're not theater buffs. No. No. I don't think I've ever watched a play. Yeah, well, have you? No, you haven't. You're right. <laughs> La La Land does not count. That's a movie. <laughs> all right. Next one, consumer goods. So consumer goods, yes, a part of it's involved in the Disney parks, experiences, consumer products, Marvel toys. It's also involved in the theater, theater aspect of it. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty well known that Disney sells stuff. Yeah, it's consumer products. Yes, I have products. a ton of it. I have a mug sitting right next to me right now that is a part of that bucket. Yeah. <laughs> Property and parks, again, well, huh? You can skip that. I, I know. <laughs> I, I feel like I want to skip it, but at the same time, a lot of things are labeled as property and parks. Disney Keystone Properties, the Celebration Company, all these different companies and corporations that are listed under this under this umbrella. Pine Woods Properties, Inc., Lake Bryan, Inc., Brothers Property Company, I'm just if, saying. I wonder if Keystone's in Colorado. Like, I wonder if it has something to do with like winter, winter stuff. Some sort of a winter holding. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, a part of this is um, properties might be involved in like a Disney Vacation Club, like the timeshares mm -hmm. that have different locations around um, in different parts of the world. So that could be a part of it. Anyways, publishing. Again, National Geographic Publishing, ESPN The Magazine Publishing, Disney Learning Publishing, Marvel Music Publishing. So but this is all listed under the publishing um, arm. Okay, and the last one, digital slash miscellaneous. <laughs> Literally digital slash mis miscellaneous. So there's Disney Corporate, Disney Enterprises, that's all listed under miscellaneous. 
Fox Digital Entertainment. Of course, Fox is listed under, um, listed in this, on this infographic prominently. Okay, so I think that gives a big overview of what exactly Disney is involved in and probably a lot of things that maybe you didn't think that they were involved in. So let's go to what your, so what, what we have, we thought of each one thing that we don't think that Disney's already broken into the industry. Mm-hmm. All right. That, that, okay. So you go first. No, no, no. So let's do on a count of three, we'll both say what each other's is, but I think you should go first. But either way, I want to see if, if ours is the same or not. Why would it be the same? I don't know. I just want to see. Oh, okay. So I'm going to count to three and then we're both going to say what our industry is. Okay. Okay, so it's gonna be it's gonna be one, two, three, and then say the industry. Okay. Okay. One, one two, two, three. Sports team. <laughs> okay, good. You right, know what? You go first. For some, okay, and you know what? I I'll, I'll go first. Okay, fine. But really quick, I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> but I I actually thought of healthcare and I thought against it. Okay. But well, we'll talk good. Okay. So it sounds like you have some thoughts. Yes, but it's unfortunate what I thought of because. I, my original thought that I was really, really excited about, I was shut down by a, by a, my brother because I ran the idea past him about what I originally wanted to do. And he's like, no, that's kind of lame. What is it? I thought that Disney should be involved in home landscaping. Oh, that sounds brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Or are you I think that sounds... What do you mean am I serious? Well, I don't you know. Have I can never... Like I can't a Mickey-shaped lawn garden? That's what I'm saying. Like, and Disney, they're, they're famous for their horticulture, uh, their, anything that's involved in their horticultural... At the, at the parks, their horticultural team. Yeah. And that's exactly... And I have such a brown thumb. Like, that's exactly the kind of thing that I would love to see Disney bring home. Well, I feel like while that's like a a great thing for Disney to be able to get into, like I feel like an, an individual, like a fan should do that. That's a great idea. Because there's it's not like you're you know, you're stealing anything. Like <laughs> it's not like, like Disney's gonna come and be like, Oh, you can't have that Mickey on your lawn because that's not Disney owned. Like you can literally become an expert in Disney landscaping. That would be awesome. Yeah. So I'm more, we should Google that to see if that's out there. But no, it's fine. We don't have to do it now. Okay. All right. So anyways, so the idea of Disney having a sports team is the reason why... Well, I didn't think of it originally. It was actually my brother because he gave me the other option. And I'm like, oh, that's a great idea because it's big business and it has a lot of what Disney's already kind of involved in in terms of... Um, consumer products and Disney has involvement in athletic things. So they have Wide World of Sports, which hosted the um, uh, Atlanta Braves spring training. They run mar- they run marathon events. They have a bunch of other events that are held actually on property for for um, like the the cheerleading competitions and they have so all, and they have obviously ESPN under their belt. So all of these other things would be great just to bring a Disney, some sort of a Disney team franchise to one of the major sport sports leagues. But here's the catch. 
in doing my research, I already found, or I found that Disney has already done this and in failed. Oh, okay. Go ahead. In, you were going to say in esports? Mm-hmm. No. But maybe that would have been a better What did they fail? A better idea, idea. So in the 90s, Disney started a franchise for an NHL team in Anaheim. NHL? NHL. Hockey. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you're familiar. Yeah. Okay. So a hockey team that was called the Mighty Ducks, which as you may or may not remember is or what or is a famous, famous 90s franchise, uh, that, a movie franchise that the, the Disney company released. But the Anaheim Ducks still exist. Exactly. Okay. Disney sold, they ended up selling off the, the franchise to other owners. Mm. And here's, here's another thing. Disney actually bought a part also in the Anaheim Angels, the Major League Baseball team as well. And now their franchise actually runs back a lot farther because they've been through various owners before Disney got to them. But they also subsequently, years later, ended up selling off their portion in the Anaheim Angels, which are now the Los Angeles Angels. But here's something, here's something even more crazy. And I, when I read it, I'm like, oh my gosh, of course. So like I said before, Disney has, they, they have ESPN under their belt, right? Mm-hmm. And what they were planning on doing was opening, or not opening, but creating a ESPN West media so that they would air these games from the Mighty Ducks, from the Anaheim Angels on this particular channel. But it was not successful because these particular teams are already, well, this was back in the 90s before Disney and Fox merged. But there was a, a Fox network that these teams were broadcasting on. So anyways, all of that, it all fell through. And Disney did not end up being successful, I guess, in, in having their hand in, in sports franchises. Even though on the bigger picture, it was really more for like synergy with their entertainment group. So that's, that's that. But what I really think that, and this I, could, I didn't see that, that that has been done yet, what I really think that Disney should do is have a Japanese baseball team franchise in Japan. That would be awesome. Why? Because... That's very specific. The Japanese are very into Disney, and we've seen what they're capable of doing over overseas, even though it is in collaboration with the Oriental Land Company, to bring that type of energy and enthusiasm, which they already have for baseball in, in Japan, they are just in love with it. I think that it would be such a fun collaboration and fun merging of two things that the Japanese are very passionate about and to be there and to witness it mm-hmm. all happening. So there's one solid flaw in your, cause I'm thinking about, so the Anaheim Ducks, did they create that franchise or did they buy it? They, to my knowledge, they created that franchise. Okay. Like they were the ones who, who started it in 1993. Cause you'd have to go to a, like have a specific city. Like you can't have like the Disney Ducks. They did. So they did go to Anaheim and the NHL. 
and that's how they created it. Yeah. Well, no, because I'm just trying to figure out like what your concept of Disney having a, a sports team or a sports franchise would it be attached to a city? Yeah. Or would it be the Disney Ducks? Well, I'm just telling you that's what the history was. I know, but yeah. I'm saying in your in your future, like what you're saying that they should do. Is the team going to be like the Disney baseball team or Osaka baseball team brought to you by Disney? You, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, yeah, be I, I see to what you're city. saying. Well, I would want it to be, I would want them to defy the past and have it literally be like, <laughs> like the Main Street Ducks. Okay. And the city that they're based out of is Main Street USA. Okay. <laughs> so like a fantasy team city. Ooh, which is why esports is an interesting thing that you brought up. Yeah. I would, if I had to think what they would do next, like if there's going to be some major announcement, it would 100% be in esports. I bet, like I would put money. Because all the, all the major, like it's cheap now to do it compared to like, like if you go look at buying a baseball team, buying a basketball team versus buying an esports team, it's way cheaper and then it has much more upside. Mm-hmm. Because it's like it's in the point where it's esports is going to be booming now, and like just like how we have leagues in, you know, baseball and basketball and football, they have all the different games that are different leagues, and then they have teams that play in those different leagues. So I would see them buying a whole, like an esports league and or team, if mm. they were to do that. Which is interesting because I mean technically all of these different things that are listed that Disney's already involved in, what if one of the smaller circles is already something involved in esports? Yeah. Because they have a lot of involvement in gaming already. Yeah. They might not have just announced that they own a team or anything. Or ownership or have ownership of a team. Yeah, exactly. So so that's interesting though about the Mighty Ducks. I would have not. I didn't know that that was something that was created by Disney, and that I'm sh- I'm assuming that the the movie came after the creation of the team. No, it was the other way around. Oh, was it? So the movie was released in 1992. Well, I guess it kind of already happened with. The, I guess it kind of already happened. Like it happened kind of together. Because the movie was released in 1992, but then the franchise is listed to have been awarded in 19, at the very, very end of 1992 in December. Okay. Yeah, so they, yeah, we're literally probably doing it simultaneously, which is also smart. It's like the ultimate marketing plan. Let's just, yeah. let's buy, let's no. make a team. No, you know why? It's, a, it's an ultimate marketing plan because it, it like probably created the fan base from the chill from the kids it's the same crap that they do with like regular disney it's like we're gonna make a movie get you hooked as a child and you grow up loving this mm-hmm. same thing in the sport but they just did it like simultaneously They're like we're gonna make a movie for these kids and these kids are gonna be fans of the mighty ducks and then they're gonna be fans of the franchise yeah well there Smart. you go let's 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 so that's my idea yeah which you have debunked i didn't and debunk it. Kinda. No, you're right. Okay, the Main Street Ducks are coming. So you say healthcare. Yes. So it's not on there, right? It's not on there? Because I didn't even check that thing before. No, this, so it could have been on there. It's not. It's not okay. even listed in miscellaneous. Cool. Tell me about healthcare. All right. So the reason why I Although felt, Disney does employ nurses at the parks, I'm just saying. But yeah. Go ahead. But like my, my thinking would be that they should 
do one of two things in terms of getting into healthcare. And I'll, t- I'll talk to you about what they're currently doing now that I just learned about and that what I think they should do. If I was Disney, I would either buy a small health system and run that or create different, cl- like start opening up children's clinics throughout whatever area. Mm-hmm. And it obviously be completely Disney themed and backed by the culture of Disney. So when you look at healthcare, healthcare has gone fairly away from like being patient centered um, because of the amount of like things that are required in terms of like liability and like documentation and like all that stuff. So, but Disney is such a company that's focused on the consumer and, and people and the culture. So I feel like that's heavily needed in healthcare to have a company that goes like completely on like having a, a legitimate culture for their company that's completely focused on the patient, mm-hmm. like at, at all costs. Because it seems like that's fairly what Disney's about. Mm-hmm. So it would be great if they did that in healthcare, whether it be they came into a hospital and was like, we're going to run it this way, like the Disney way, all the, you know, everyone's going to be completely trained to have a customer service, like how we do it at Disney. The culture is going to be Disney, where there's going to be characters and stuff like that. Like everything's going to be Disney. And the same thing for like children's hospitals. I mean, mm-hmm. children's like clinics, like I would also do that as well. And then, which is cool because then what would ha- even from a business standpoint, like you have, let's say, let's say they got into dentistry, right? Like the Disney dentist, you have on one corner, like Joe Smith's dentist office or the Disney dentist, which one's the kid going to want to go to? Yeah, that's true. Kids going to want to go to the Disney dentist. It could be the same dentist, like same dentist practice, but because it's Disney'd out, the kid's going to want to go there. Okay. So it's like a huge, like bus- from a business standpoint, but then from a care for like, just like you know, general, um, I don't know, taking care of people and stuff. I just feel like the culture that Disney has and their focus on what would be the patient would be much different to what is currently out there. Okay. It's funny because I think that, like, I knew that you were going to go choose healthcare. Um, well, Disney has partnerships with hospitals and, you know, characters go to visit sick people like sick kids at hospitals and they do and then hospitals have relationships with with Disney so that their their employees can get health screenings as well which we witnessed yeah as well um so I, did- I just think it's just such a it, it has like the it's such a branch like away from the center trunk of what Disney is about that the challenge to make it so that it's superior healthcare more than just having the Disney name to it would be so, so difficult. Oh yeah, it would definitely be hard. Mm-hmm. Healthcare is the hardest, probably one of the hardest sectors to deal with, if you think about it, mm-hmm. in terms of industries. And regulation. Yeah. yeah. So it would definitely be hard, but I mean, and a lot of people, you know, like you look at people like Target even, like Target went into healthcare with their pharmacies and, now, and they exited. You know, so it's like, and they were just doing pharmacy. What's so. What's interesting is that like you believe so much in the in Disney as a brand that it will be the sole driver for people to seek one of the most personal things for their lives, which is their healthcare. They'll go seek out Disney to be a part of that. 
That means you trust them. Would you send our kids to a Disney children's hospital? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> would you not go to one? I would. If I would. you knew that the hospital that you decided to go to was owned by Disney, would you not go to that one only? I think they would have at least, at the very least, a one-up on, like, depending on what was the situation was, a one-up on getting me to there. Yes. Because they Why already have you? such a great reputation. Exactly. In it's my bra- life. It's branding. Yeah. Uh, but I feel so fooled because they're just using their brand to get me there. Yeah. But, that, but that's how everything works. Yeah. Literally everything. Because if you think about almost everything is, like, let's assume at some point everything is commoditized. So brand is the only thing that matters that, like, gets people to make decisions. It's all mm-hmm. brand. Yeah. Which is what Disney has. And then they would execute. They're not going to open a hospital and not, like, deliver on being a hospital. Okay. Like how they delivered on not being a hockey team? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So what I found that they are, that they are doing um, now is sim- very similar. So I try to do like a little bit of research to figure it out. And they actually are putting in certain hospitals, they're putting their staff through Disney culture training. Oh, no like, way. For, like, for, to, be, to be more patient-centered. So... And they're going right to Disney, or they're just using the kind of the philosophies that Disney uses. I have, I have no idea. No, okay. <laughs> I just know that they're. <laughs> it going seemed like through, you knew. <laughs> it just seems like they're going through. Like there, certain hospitals that are teaming up part, as part of those partnerships are going through, and going through some of that training to learn about like, you know, the culture and to better take care of people. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and then and then like you mentioned, the other thing I found too was that Disney partners with. They actually force um, they force organizations to compete against each other, like in the in the area of Orlando and potentially in LA, because hospitals have to perform and be able to demonstrate that they can take care of people better than one or the other, and then Disney will look at their performance and decide who they want to partner with to send their employees to. Mm. So. So if if anything, it could just potentially in disrupt all of the healthcare system in a particular area depending on where they would open yeah it forces it forces greatness essentially because they have such a large base of people that like it's almost like the buying the purchasing power of like the amount of people that they can be attached to one health system it forces greatness cool it's a good idea yeah Disney if you're listening you're losing out Buy a healthcare team. Buy a healthcare team. <laughs> Buy the Miami Marlins too. I would start going to games. <laughs> Buy the Miami Marlins. It's funny. I would start you going to dad. games if there were. So here's a fun fact. Uh, there's um, there's a sea creature race that happens at Marlins games. And well, the, at least it used to. I don't know if it did, has since um, the new ownership has has swung in. So sea creatures would race around the field. I would love to see Disney characters race around the field mm. to see who would win. That would be funny, yeah. Oh my gosh, I could just see it right now. Like Chip, Dale, Goofy, all in a, in a mad dash for the home plate. Oh my gosh. Here's a twist. Why don't why don't they just, uh, instead of having the team, just create a, ba- a field that's a Disney field. So two teams that are already established would just come and play on that field. They kind of already have that at the wide, wide world of sports. So Did they play baseball there? Like yes. we can go watch the Marlins play there? Well, we can watch spring spring training for the Braves there. And is it Disneyed out? Like is there characters racing around the track? 
That I don't know. That I don't know. But it is on Disney property. Have you seen what it looks like? It looks like a baseball field. So what's the difference in terms of it being Disney? It is on Disney property. Is the mound a Mickey head? No. <laughs> That's a missed opportunity then. <laughs> I mean, not not at least in the pictures I've I've seen. So okay. no, I cannot say that that it is not at the very at this very moment. The bases should be a one big Mickey head. I feel like that would just There's make enough. it. For a baseball player, I don't know that they would want to stray away from regulation if they're practicing for the regular season. I'm sure if you draw it out, the points will connect. <laughs> <laughs> it just like it might not look like a diamond, but like if you draw out a Mickey head and you place it on top of it, I'm pretty sure that you, there'd be some connections that you can create. Yeah. So. Well, all right. Anyways, any last thoughts? No. I think my. I want to say that my idea is more likely, but it already happened and failed. So I was, it is more likely, but maybe not in the long run. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for being here, Richie. No problem. Follow us on all your favorite social media platforms. Connect. Let us know what you think. Subscribe. And thank you, everyone, for listening. We hope you have a very magical day. Goodbye.